Welcome to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast with Jacob Ayers, providing actionable content to help you along your journey to financial freedom through real estate investing. As the premier asset class, real estate has helped ordinary people just like you amass fortunes. The benefits of passive income from real estate investing will allow you to live a life you want. And now your host, entrepreneur, real estate investor, and apartment deal syndicator, Jacob Ayers. Hi, and welcome to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast, episode 155. Hi, I'm your host, Jacob Ayers. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we have a great guest lined up. Before we bring him on, if you haven't yet, go over and subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified of new episodes just like this one. And while you're there, leave a rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. It would mean a ton for the show. Well, today's guest is Vinny Chopra. Vinny is a repeat guest and first aired on the show with us back in episode 58, so almost 100 episodes ago. Well, for those of you that remember, Vinny is a big-time apartment syndicator, but is a super relatable, approachable, and very fun guy to talk with. So I wanted to bring Vinny back on the show just to catch up with him, see what he's up to these days, and talk a little bit about market trends and what he's seeing in the market today. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode and bring Vinny on the show. show, Mr. Vinny Chopra. Vinny, thanks so much for joining us again. Thank, thank you, Jacob. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be back. Yes, absolutely. Well, Vinny, you first aired on the podcast in episode 58, I believe. Now, this is episode number 155, so almost 100 episodes ago you joined us, so it's been a while since you've uh, last been on, and uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring you back on and catch up, so how's everything on your end? For the audience members who didn't listen to that episode, just tell us a little bit about yourself and then, yeah, let's just catch up. Oh, okay. Just to let the new audience and the old audience know, Vinny Chopra, I came from India many moons ago, came with $7 and, you know, did the Bible books and other educational books selling and cut my teeth in sales. I'm an engineer, mechanical engineer, but turned into sales consultant and worked in a company for a long time. After I heard the hard, school of hard knocks, we call it, right? <laughs> you know, the rejection and the confidence and, you know, building uh, you know, persistence and uh, perseverance, I think is the word that comes to my mind quite a lot. As we deal with people, you know, we want to really be the very best with everybody around us. And then I became a broker in 2004. I have been married 38 years. We live near San Francisco right there in the background, right there in my studio. But the thing is, you know, it's been an exciting journey as a syndicator because we used to have single family homes. We found that the cash flows were small. You can't really scale that high, you know. And then I got the bug, caught the bug of multifamily in 2004, 2004, which is 14 years back and, uh, you know, became broker also. And we were thinking whether we should open up a business or become an investor and syndicator. My wife and I decided to be, you know, syndicators. And it's been fantastic journey. You know, I've done 26 syndications so far, 
we have sold out of the 26, completed the whole circle. You know, we keep it for three to six years usually and give back uh, our class A members the preferred returns and equity returns. We have done it for uh, 13 plus three, 16 out of 26. So 10 are still out there. And uh, in my new company, we just did two completions. In my old company in Midland, Texas, actually I put it on Facebook also, we gave out 40% IRR. Oh my gosh, 40% <laughs> IRR for six years in a row, by the way. So in other wow. words, if an investor gave us $100,000, Jacob, we gave them back 100 back when we, we just sold the property three weeks back. Then we gave them 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40,000 each year. So that's 240,000 they got plus their 100 back. So that was pretty, pretty nice, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, Vinny, you know, you're a large time syndicator of apartments, but you haven't always been that way. You know, you come from very humble beginnings. You came over to the U.S. from India with $7 in your pocket. So that's just like a rags to riches story. And you're such just a humble guy and you're, you're so nice and you're always willing to help people out. So I just wanted to have you back on the show and you know, kind of talk about where you're at these days. I know you're into big things, 26 syndications under your belt. That is, that's a lot to say. So you know, what have you kind of taken out of your journey up to this point? Maybe just some like high level lessons learned. Oh, sure. Sure, Jacob. I would say definitely, you know, farming the right team is so important. You know, having the right partner. I would say I learned early years, don't get too many people in the team. Too many cooks in the kitchen really don't make a good recipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's good to have trustworthy people, people that you can really build with and they are giving their level best and they're enthusiastic. You're you know, complimenting each other. That's a very good way. So having a great team within your own LLC company, always do business in LLCs. Wyoming LLCs are great. You know, Delaware's are great like that. And then of course, the property should be in each separate LLC. I don't believe in series LLCs and like that because it goes from one to the next, you know, damages, but each individual LLCs are great. The other thing is education. I really believe that what I spent many, many years back, I think we took our members also to our mentors and the boot camps and all, and spent almost over $160,000. That's a lot of money. We didn't yes. have the money. We loaned, <laughs> we, you know, loaned the money. I mean, you know, we, I mean, you know, took loans and all. We had one time $450,000 loans that our company, ideal investment company, owed to other people. I mean, you know, but we knew that when we sell one property and we get the money coming in, we're going to pay off everybody. So fortunately, we have paid off everybody. We have sold out of 14 syndications. 11 of them are sold. Uh, no, 12 actually. Yeah, one is closing Friday. Sorry, I forgot about that one. It's hard yeah, to keep Friday. track of when you've got so Yeah, Sagin, Sagin one we are selling. So we'll be left with only two. And that will close down the old companies, the new companies. Uh, again, you know, the lessons learned is the due diligence. You got to do really thorough due diligence and try to hire, uh, you know, professionals to do it because they do it in and out, in a day in, day out. Like I just purchased two properties in uh, not just about a year back 
in Atlanta area. And I asked the brokers, I said, hey, give me somebody who really you can trust and who is a good due diligence you know, company who can do it in multifamily. And I came to know Sid and I just called him and, you know, grilled him a little bit. A lot of questions, a lot of reports, this, that, all that. And then I was able to sign him up to do my 267 units and 191 units. I bought two together, you know, like went to buy one, but then they took me to the next one. And I bought that before it goes out to all the investors kind of thing. So that was good. And they did a pretty thorough job. You know, they did the whole lease audit, about 10 to $15 per unit. You have to pay for that. And about $30 or $30 to $35 per unit for uh, the due diligence on the multifamily, you know, and we do 100% inspection of the units. We never take a sample. So it's good to do all 100% and then really take time to get a roofer, to see the age of roof and the other things, foundation. Uh, if uh, it's an older property in the 70s, we should run the cameras, you know, the cameras into the sewer lines to see if anything is broken or damaged like that. Yeah. Also, ask for the capex. How much has the seller put in in the last five years? So that is something I learned over the years years you know that we have to find out how many appliances have been replaced like in the whole unit if it's 100 units how many appliances is it 30 percent or 40 percent or 60 percent how many acs or condensers have been changed so that's another one you know you want to really find out the age of the roof is important of course then the foundation any foundation problems pest control bed bugs all that and doing a lot of research online because we need to be the best critic and the uh, what do they call a detective you know a lot of those pictures we see are touched up with photoshop <laughs> you know the property will look very very nice but when you go there it's not that that nice you know yeah and, sure. uh, like but a lot more comes to my mind yeah uh, you know a lot of great lessons to uh, you know learn of course but then you want to not make the same mistakes again. Yeah, definitely. Well, Vinny, when you ask a guy like yourself with so much experience, some lessons learned, of course, you're going to get a ton of awesome content like you just laid out there. So a few things I'm picking up there are essentially from, from the very beginning, very early days, you always took the time to invest both time and money into your education. That was kind of the foundation for your investment journey going forward. Next, you surround yourself with great people from your internal teams to external teams working with great people. You really want to surround yourself with the best of the best. And then lastly, you know, you really put a lot of emphasis on doing your due diligence on these businesses or projects or assets. You know, they're all the same. So, yeah, so you really, you know, you've got the investment or sorry the investment in your education, the people, and then the due diligence. So yeah, I really love, you know, those kind of three big takeaways from, you know, your lessons learned from all of these syndications, successful syndications, may I mention. So yeah, great stuff there. Thank you. Thank you. You know, the other part is also the relationship with brokers is so important, Jacob. So we don't want to waste their time. That's something I learned pretty quickly because I'm a broker in California, of course, the brokers in commercial are different breed than residential, as you know. 
and they definitely want to sell the property the sooner the better and so forth. So they have five levels of investors. They want to give to the ones closest to them who have closed on the property, performers, we call them. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to give them first the dabs on it, you know, when they just get a napkin listing. I see that napkin in my book also because it's not a pocket listing. I found in Houston market, especially in other places too, that each broker, uh, I mean, you know, they try to bring the same property. Some brought it today, some brought it a week later, some brought the next week, some brought it a month later. You can tell who is closer to the seller, first of all, the <laughs> one who brings first, right, you know? Yeah. And then also you can tell that you are closer to that uh, broker also because, you know, I have always told and made a commitment to work with only listing brokers that I did that 12 years back. And I stayed true to that because then they are making double the money. Even though I'm broker, I could get a finder's fee. I don't charge that at all. I tell the listing broker, you will be my broker when I go through a deal so they have dual agency. They have fiduciary responsibility to the seller and to me also as a buyer. And who knows the temperature of the seller, the listing broker. Yes. They know the ins and outs, the motivation, how low they will go, how high they, they will go, all that stuff, you know? So that helps a lot. So having those brokers and try to find out, I think the new you know, syndicators, they should really do the loan qualification, pre-qualification letters, their financial statements all made up, have a broker or a commercial loan banker, local banker to sit down with them to see, to write a story. I call it profile, the story like that. And then you figure out with your capital partner, if you have another person, their net worth and the syndicator's net worth together uh, should be more than the loan, more than the loan. So that will give them an idea how much they can go for. Because we don't want to waste the time of brokers who are dealing in 100, 200, 300 units. If we can only get qualified for 30 unit apartment, then right. we should really know that upfront, right? right? Yeah, sure. Well, Vinny, I wanted to talk to you a little bit too about what you're seeing in today's market. I know you invest heavily in the Texas markets, in my home market of Houston, that is specifically. So, you know, you're starting to sell off some of these properties. Why is that? Are they just at the end of their life cycle of the project? Are you seeing certain trends in the market? And kind of talk to us about what you're seeing in today's just kind of apartment environment, if you will. Oh, totally, totally. As most everybody who will be listening to this knows that it's a hot market. It's a hot market in the cell. We call it seller's market. You know, there's a buyer's market right where when we have this curve going higher, like in a pie. You know, the lower one is the you know buyer's market. And you ride the whole loop right there. And now we are at the seller's market, which is almost to the top. And it's going to go peak down on the other side. But the thing is, it's been a pretty strong bull, as you know, in the stock market, almost nine, 10 years old. And then same, similarly in the real estate also. We don't have the same parameters like we had the fallout in the 2008, you know, with the job unemployment rate, the interest rates, and we have not given the crazy loans. <laughs> That's sure. the other thing, you know, like what happened with the Lemon and uh, all these, you know, companies. But 
the thing is we have to be very cautious. We need to be looking at the numbers have to work. We should not get into the peak of the any emerging market where we are paying very high price and feel bad about if the market goes down. We got to wait. Like I've not bought anything for a year almost. We are underwriting a lot of deals, but you got to keep that positive attitude up. You know, that something might show up, which will be a good motivated seller because of certain situations, motivations. And, you know, otherwise also there are deals where some value add can bring the NOI higher. Those are the ones we are chasing, right? But a lot of people are asking me, Vinny, should I get out of the market? I say, no, don't get out of the market. Because once you get out of the market, you never know when the correction will come. And if you're not dealing with the brokers and building relationship, you won't be able to catch those good deals. Yeah, sure. You've got to be in the market now so that you can be in the market later, right? So so true. So true. And, you know, double down. I mean, you know, you've got to put more effort and, uh, you know, talk to the brokers a little bit more. And I really believe in every emerging market, one should be going for seven brokerage houses, seven brokerage houses. Okay. Because the thing is five to seven, because everybody's got their own relationships. You know, it's like a tree. There are seven trees now they have different branches and different sellers have different uh, risks and also relationships i call it that way if we are not under the tree that this particular broker is going to get a listing we won't get that fruit you know so you have to really be good with them and then be cordial and everything i really try to say talk to the brokers about twice a month minimum Three times is even better, you know, through texting or email or calling or sending gift or chocolates or positive news, congratulating them. You know, if you find out that they have done some closings and things like that, because the more we are in touch with them, the more they understand that who we are, they will give us the, that's where from the fifth level, you get to the fourth level, third level, second level, first level, and then you are right along with the listing broker. And that's what happened with me in uh, Houston area, by the way, like you were asking, I am selling my property near NASA, a beautiful property, bought for 9.3 million. It had gone through $3 million renovations before I bought it. So 9.3 minus three, then I paid about 6.3 or close to it. And I saved two and a half years also because I didn't have to own the property to do the renovations and get it down to 30%, 40%, whatever, whatever, right? And now I got contract for 12 million seven, I think, that I just signed. So it's the investors are like, you know, the cycle. We keep these products, our properties for three to seven years, you know, and then this is about four, four and a half year it will be for that property we are selling. The other one we are selling again is in Freeport, Freeport, Texas, right there. We bought for 3.550. There were 16 burnt units in there. We built them back up, you know, 741,000 it cost me to build it. And then we renovated the property, swing pool, this, that all, changed it from a C to a B class, which is nice in a B area of Freeport. And now we just got a contract for 8.5 million. So 3.5 plus 1.5, that's about 5 million. So 
8.5. So in four years, you know, we have a gain of 3.5 million. That's not bad. So that's also like a cycle with my investors, you know, and like that. So it's good to, I know a lot of people have asked me, you know, in my podcast or interviews, Vinny, why don't we keep it for 20 years, you know? And I, <laughs> I tell them, you know, market cycle is seven to eight years, right? So in 20 years, there'll be three cycles. Now, the property is not going to increase three times. If they're thinking, the property will go to that crescendo and then go down, then go up, and it might go a little bit higher in the second time around, and then go down and then up. So if you're looking at 21 years, the property is going to bring about a little bit higher than what you could sell today. You know, but that's how it is. And then, you know, we leave the meat on the bone, we call it in our language, right? All of us know. I mean, the buyer needs to also buy it before they can also get the returns, high returns by doing some renovations or granite tops and, you know, all that tile tile, uh, uh, bathtubs and things like that. Yeah. So what's the market outlook for you personally and your investments going forward? You know, you've mentioned a lot of markets are very hot. You're starting to sell some stuff, having trouble buying things. You're still underwriting a lot of deals. What's the future look like for you and Monil Investments? Okay. You know, very good point. I'm really glad. I'm an engineer, so I've kind of think through <laughs> things. I knew that I'm selling all these properties and my investors would like to turn the money back and say, Vinny, where do you want to invest? Sure. So I started a fund. I have a monilmultifamilyfund.com website because it's a 506C fund, which I can advertise. It's only for accredited investors, Jacob. Mm -hmm. So essentially what I've done is it's a $50 million fund, 5-0, and I can stop and start anytime. So the legal paperwork, my syndication attorney, Kim Taylor, I don't mind mentioning her name. She's one of the best. Jean Trowbridge and Kim Taylor, you know, they are in the yes. same, they were, they split up just last year, but very good people, both of them are. And so she did the whole PPM and I have a fund administrator from Beverly Hills who's going to be watching and being the auditor, you know, looking a CPA company, uh, doing the truing up of investors and things like that. So we are getting money ready, which we already have raised and just ready for the correction if it happens But at the same token, we are looking into nine different emerging markets right now where my students all over USA are bringing some deals to the deal desk and we look at it where I give out 150,000 to 200,000 at closing to them cash or they can become a partner with me on the GP side, general partner side. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's dig into a little bit of that, Vinny, uh, for the listeners that don't quite understand. And that's the difference between raising money for a particular asset and then raising money for a fund. So kind of break down the differences and compare and contrast those two uh, syndication methods, if you will. I would love to, love to. See, like under the Regulation D, we have 506B as a boy and then 506C as a cat. Now, in the 506B, one has to have pre-existing relationships with the investors that we have talked to them three times, talked about their goals and everything, and then we find a deal and ask them to invest in that. It's also for specified offerings. What that means is we find a property, we get it under contract, we are ready to do the due diligence now, and the syndication package will be put together 
you know, right after due diligence, after seven to 15 days, usually we can tell, you know, it's going to go through and all that. So we have to give the money to the syndication attorneys to start the paperwork doing. And then we do the loan application, all those stuff. So that's 506B where the investors can come in to that at the time of closing. Also, the lender likes to know where is the money, where is the equity, you know? So I've been kind of really uh, happy that I give 2% interest to my investors when they wire the money into the LLC bank account until the day of closing. So that way, yeah, they, you know, don't keep that money in the checking account or anywhere where they're making no money. They like to wire the money and that's when they secure their position. So I've had pretty good luck in collecting almost 99% of the money commitments, which is wonderful in my career, you know, and I've, so that is one thing. 506B is the one I just explained, the exemption, uh, Regulation D exemption. And the other one is 506C. Now, in that one, in that, it's a for accredited investors only. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to have any pre-existing relationships. And only you can get as many accredited investors, but no sophisticated investors in the C. But in B, you can get up to 35 sophisticated investors in that per offering in the first one that I explained. Now, in the fund, I would like to kind of mention it. Why I did the fund was because we don't have a special property right now or specified, we call it, property. So we do a blind pool, it's called. So blind pool is that the investors looking at the record of Monil Investment Group, myself, my profile, all my investors and other side people too, outside in the crowd street, they could look at my track record that I've given 18 to 20, 43% actually. You know, we did 69%, 40%. We just did one, just closed three weeks back, 40% IRR, like I just mentioned. <clears throat> so all that, then people can invest into the fund I like the fund and the uh, the investors like it too because it's diversified. Diversified, the fund will raise 50 million, but it's going to buy in Atlanta. It's going to buy in Houston. It's going to buy in Dallas. It's going to buy in North Carolina, Florida, you know, uh, Ohio, all that. So okay. this, the risk is divided. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a pretty good uh, breakdown of differentiating the 506B that is versus the 506C. So now you've got big stuff, exciting plans with this $50 million fund you've got, and you're pretty much just collecting a bunch of dry powder. So when the market starts to turn or you find a deal that meets your investment criteria, you're going to swoop in and buy all these deals. So yeah, great (laughs) stuff there, right? Some of them, some of them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know, but it's it's good to really look into. And I am also suggesting to my students and my friends and everybody, look at long term. You know, don't look for a seven-year loan or five-year fixed loan. Look for 10, 12, 15-year loan, you know. And there are loans out there, you know, if you, I mean, the longer we are committing to it, so forth, the percentages don't, you know, the points, uh, basis points don't increase that much. And again, you know, look at underwriting really, really carefully. Don't be conservative, just like you were before. Even though I have bought like 14.5 COC, 
cash on cash or 16, 17%. But now we are looking for only 11%, you know, even 10% cash on cash in this tight market. But don't undersell, don't finagle, don't manipulate numbers because they will come to haunt us later on. (laughs) That's the big thing. You know, the red flags don't become smaller. I always say that they get bigger and bigger. <laughs> you know, so look for the green flags. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, Vinny, many people out there are probably sitting thinking, well, Vinny, I'd love to get started investing in apartments in this current, like today, but the market is just so hot. What should I do? Should I wait until, you know, we hit the bottom of the market and they think they're going to time it right? Should I jump in now and just ride it? You know, what, what would be your recommendation to that person wanting to get started in today's market? You know, I'm so glad you asked me that, Jacob. You know, I believe in education. I really believe that one should be, if they are going to go into multifamily, you got to be in it. You got to learn the tricks, learn how to underwrite, you know, and practice, practice, practice. But the syndication world, if they have a lot of money, then they can, you know, wait, they have the money and then build the relationship with brokers and then jump in, right, when they get a good deal. But a lot of us who are syndicators, we need to be working doubling hard to get the plates, I say, spinning a plate of investors because investors also, there is a ton of money in the stock market, in the retirement plan. And I just heard $26 trillion are there because they were only $18 trillion or $16 trillion, but that has inflated now with all this market, the bull riding, sure. you know, for the last 10 years or nine years or so. The key thing is so much money is there and we need to be able to meet with these investors to make sure they understand what we are trying to do. New or old investors and be ready and they need to be ready also with the self-directed IRAs, accounts already set up and everything so that they could bring the money into the deals. So for a new or the old, I really believe only those people who will get these listings when the market corrects will be the ones who are in the deal. Many times we don't know market has corrected until we ride that hole downward. Then we look back and say, oh my gosh, that was the peak, you know? So, so it's so good to be in the market, of course. And, you know, the key thing is you've got to be, like I mentioned before, you know, qualified for the loan, uh, pre-qualified, the letter of, uh, you know, what's that, uh, proof of fund letter, who's going to give it to you, and then come up with the you know, strategy with your partner. Have one partner. I don't think you need ton of people at all. I just believe that, you know, one good underwriter, money raiser can do the job, you know. One is very methodical in researching and all that with a high net worth, and you have a net worth, small or big or high. Combining the two, but then you are the money guy and maybe both are good in money guys too. It's always good to really keep the money flowing to you and you got to keep these investors proper communication too. See, nobody's going to just jump in and give the money. We need to tell our investors, you know, we are looking into Atlanta, we are looking to Houston and we have PowerPoints. Like a lot of my students, I ask them, give them assignments to do all these stuff studies and reports and everything, and then put it in a beautiful PowerPoint as if they are presenting it to an investor or a group of investors or RIA meeting or, you know, Toastmasters and anything like that, right? So that 
you can really prepare and keep your investors kind of updated. You got to give them every month, every three weeks, some kind of positive news about emerging market, wherever you are going to be purchasing so that they understand if Vinny finds some deal, I'm going to jump on the bandwagon, you know? Yeah, great advice there. I really like that. And uh, something I would like to dig into, Vinny, is you've got this new multifamily syndication academy. So several times you've uh, alluded to your students. And at the very beginning of the episode, we talked about how it was so important to you initially in your career to invest in your education. And you've since developed this platform to help teach others how to do what you do. So kind of tell us a little bit about that. I would love to, love to. Again, you know, <clears throat> Jacob, the main idea behind is to help a lot of people, you know, help a lot of, uh, you know, new investors and old investors and give them the techniques and give them the templates and give them the PowerPoints and the Word documents and Excel worksheets that I have designed over the last 12 years and give it to them, you know, as they enter my academy. So not only they get to learn the basics and the middle and the advanced features of the syndication world and how to have the elevator pitches and we give scripts and everything. So it's all doing things which I'm doing on a daily basis and we manage our assets also. So I'm going to be also starting now Multifamily Management Academy which I've taken the logo and, you know, the domain name and all, because we manage, we have our own finance department, HR department, our investor relations, you know, and then our whole property management, community managers, the job ads we place, how we get so many people, the software we use is all those things. There's so much goes on. So in this academy, my main purpose is to give great information, something that I do and developed for a much, much reasonable price. You know, a lot of people charge, and rightly so, you know, they charge 30,000, 40,000, things like that. You know, mine is 3,000, <laughs> you know, and yeah. I'm not here to make money, but I want to impart knowledge at a very, very small level. And then I do group coaching. I don't do individual coaching. I do group coachings. I have about 643 video training videos already put together now. So we are building several different courses. And then also I do once a week, um, a week uh, once a week, one and a half uh, hour to two hours. And we record every session. Everything I do, we record so that they can be archived into the academy. So that's it. And Youth Academy, I would love to share that. I, that's totally free for life till I die. And that is to really impact the youth of America, the high school, 18 to 24 to 30, you know, how to really get into uh, building a company, getting the 401k started soon, uh, you know, getting a company established so that they can save money and then be in a duplex at the age of 22. That's my vision. So that, you know, they could really get into the real estate aspect of it because that's what is not taught in the college. They should go to college, but at the same token, save money and really invest that money into themselves to make more money. The cash flow idea, and that's the Youth Academy. I love that. Vinny, can you imagine if you had that education at your disposal at that age? Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, we would be very different people. You're right. 
I mean, you know, a lot of people are trying to do, and I really appreciate everybody taking on that challenge to, you know, give that uh, entrepreneurship and the, uh, you know, the 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 cash flow games and all that, and uh, you know, all the different things, so that it gets into the mind of young heart. And they say, you know what? I don't want to blow the money. I'm going to save money so that I can be living for free, getting a duplex at the age of 20 or 20 or 19 even. Why not? You know, and then they can be re- uh, living in one part, free of rent, and the other portion is paying for the mortgage. Yeah, I love it. Well, Vinny, it's been such a pleasure having you back on <laughs> and just catching up and getting your take on, you know, multifamily syndication. So it's been really fun talking with you. Now, as we're wrapping up here, is there any kind of parting piece of advice you'd like to leave with the audience members? Oh, sure. You know, Jacob, I have always felt that, you know, attitude plays a big, important role in life. Negative attitude, positive attitude, right? But not in between. So we've got to be always focused with purpose-driven activities. When I say that, purpose-driven and then results-driven and massive action on a daily basis is so important in life. Because many times we just spend 70 or 80% of the time during the day for very small returns of 20%. We need to do other way around. We just spend 20% of the very focused activity that brings the 80% of the result. And that's the name of the game, you know, to really, like, I love that book. You know, several books are there. Power of Now comes to my mind right away. Of course, Magic of Thinking Big. And, you know, uh, W.J. Schwartz and all these people, you know, we get hyped up going to these seminars. But I think we need to build the lifestyle and the habits of successful discipline, the miracle mornings in the morning, you know, and paying gratitude and doing yoga and walks and exercise, eating right, those kind of things, you know. So the massive action is the key, which I live with, you know. And uh, I'm 66 right now, but I love it. I have my vision board for next 20 years because we want to have those mission boards and make sure that, you know, where we are going, you know, vision boards are so important and positive affirmations are so important on that three by five card. I used to do it all my life. I don't do it now, but it's just become a part of you. You know, and that's what it is. You feel that you want to accomplish these things in a present sense. That's when things happen. They happen twice. One time mentally in between our ears and next time they went, they, you know, they become physically uh, in, in life. And that's just like the law of attraction, you know, with Rhonda Burns, you know, movie and picture and everything. That's so important. What signals we send out, it's so important because that's what we're going to get back. Our thoughts are who we are. Yeah, I love it. Well, Vinny, you're such a positive guy and it shows in everything you do. You know, you've got an infectious personality. So yeah, it's another reason I love having you on the show. Well, you know, we usually wrap up with the lightning round. It's a series of questions and we've already asked you all those. So maybe we'll just, you know, kind of summarize with, is there any new resource or any kind of, you know, product resource that you found valuable lately that you'd like to share with the audience members? Anything, any kind of, oh, okay. you've got? surely, you know, like I'm really big on the apps on the phone, iPhone. Okay. Yeah. You know? Of course, zoom is amazing app right there. Yes. Sign easy is another one. I would love to mention to your audience. Sign easy is easy sign or something like that. 
it's amazing because then I don't have to print out for these closings and papers. You could just sign on any document, PDF, Word or Excel or PowerPoint, anything like that. Of course, Trello is a great one, you know, which is a great system. I know Slack is another one I'm using now. Very nice, you know, app system. Dropbox is amazing, amazing tool. You can be anywhere in the world. So I have my business Dropbox. Then I have my personal Dropbox. But my whole company runs on Dropbox, you know. And then also we have webcams in every offices. So that when we meet six, seven people all across the nation, I mean, every day or every other day with the meetings, we can see each other. And that makes a big difference than just a phone call. So those kind of things, you know, the big thing is to invest into these gadgets so that we can make ourselves productive and systematic. We need to be systems oriented always so that we don't have to spend time getting the information. It takes so much time. We need to be organized and things like that, you know. Yeah, I love it. Well, you know, using technology as a tool to help you from your day to day. Yeah, great stuff. Well, Vinny, as we're wrapping up here, where can our audience members reach out to you, learn more about you, and maybe mention that uh, Multifamily Syndication Academy? Sure. I would love to. You know, I mean, we have this special, if anybody wants to reach my team and myself quickly, they could text the word syndications. Syndication, by the way, just not S, but syndication, S-Y-N-D-I-C-A-T-I-O-N to 474747. And I've built together lots of free things like uh, investor credibility kit that I just promoted and uh, on the Facebook. And I've got a ton of people texting me this morning, which is amazing on our team. So we'll be getting them out the links and they'll be able to go into the multifamily academy actually, get registered but then we'll be able to open up lots of different courses to them. One of them will be that investor credibility kit. Also, they can text directly. I'm a pretty easy guy. I mean, you know, 925-766-3518. I know a lot of podcasters, interviewers don't want to give that number. I don't mind it. You know, and if I'm in the meeting or my team will get that number, they will call you back and will, you know, reply and give value to you. That's the key. You know, and if you're feeling some challenges or questions, you can, you know, email us right away. That will be Vinny at VinnyChopra.com. So V-I-N-N-E-Y with the E in there at VinnyChopraAgain.com. That's a pretty big website. My, I think, 43 web podcast interviews are there. My blogs, I'm writing a lot of blogs. They've been selected by Bigger Pockets. So oh, bigger it's usually sometimes even two of my blogs get uh, editor's choice in a week, actually. Now, wow. I've written 69 blogs just recently on all different topics. And then, of course, ebooks. I've written some. I'm writing my books. So, you know, a lot of good things are happening. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's a, you can text the word syndication to 474747 for some freebies there. You can reach out to Vinny directly. Super approachable guy. So nice, as you guys can tell. So, Vinny, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure having you on. Looking forward to having you back on for a third time in the future. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jacob. And I look forward to meeting you, really. Yes. We are not far. I do come into Houston quite often. Let's have a lunch or dinner together. Yeah. We'll have to make it happen. Well, looking sure. forward to that, Vinny. Hey, thanks so much. Until next time. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you.
All right, that wraps up this week's episode with our guest, Vinny Chopra. Well, as you can tell, Vinny is a super relatable and nice guy and loves to help people get started investing in real estate, specifically learning how to syndicate large apartment deals. For all of the resources we mentioned in the podcast, you can find those in the show notes page at www.jacobairs.com forward slash 155. For more information, resources, and to connect with me, you can visit www.jacobairs.com. Till next week, engineer the lifestyle you want. You've been listening to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast, providing you actionable content to build your real estate empire. Nothing on this show should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for personal advice. The opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have a potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom, LLC, exclusively.